In our last episode, we talked about some of the more impressive uses of the transfer portal this Pac-12 season. Actually, maybe not just the best uses, but certainly the most active participants in the transfer portal team-wise um, in the Pac-12. Let's talk a little bit about the SEC. And the transfer portal has become basically college version of free agency. And it's an important aspect to look at the whole rankings of this or that doesn't really matter. It's not about rankings. It's about who did maybe the best job of improving your roster. Now, recruiting is very often while there is freshmen that can have an impact. It is more than likely that it's usually into the second year before the freshmen can have the biggest impact. Transfer portals, different. I mean, those guys better come in and help you immediately or you've just made a mistake bringing somebody in because that's a scholarship you could have put on a younger player that you could develop. So that's why transfer portal, I think, is interesting. I want to take a look at, you know, uh, two or three schools that I thought did a pretty good job or at least was active in the transfer portal on the SEC. That's the topic of today's podcast on the Landry Football Podcast on the Landry Football Podcast Network. Uh, happy 4th of July to everyone. Uh, hope you have a safe holiday season. The 4th of July, once we get past that, in the football world that I live in, it's often looked at as, okay, the football season is training right around the corner. Training camp's a couple of weeks away. You know, these media days that people like getting the SEC has the first one. That's just about three weeks away. So the countdown is on to the football season. So uh, strap it in, get ready. You'll want to be a part of LandryFootball.com. Breaking down all the players, teams, coaches, schemes, college and NFL level. That's what we do for you at LandryFootball.com. Take advantage of it. Today, the scouting season offer. It's the best deal that we've got going. Take advantage of it. Um you can try it out for a month or six months, but the scouting season offer will give you 12 months. It'll take you not only through preview of the season, the entire season, all the game breakdowns, uh, next off-season uh, scouting season, which is free uh, agency, the draft, recruiting, transfer portal, coaching searches, you name it, we got it at LandryFootball.com. Again, take advantage of the scouting season offer today. Subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. So in the SEC, a um, couple of things stood out. Ole Miss, uh, 22 was a mixed bag of results for Ole Miss, but it ended in a four-game losing streak. It, it left a bad taste in that program's mouth. But to no one's surprise, Ole Miss and Lane Kiffin has been one of the more active teams in the portal. And part of it was due to necessity through, as the Rebels lost 36 scholarship players. Um, uh, enter the portal, which is the most in the SEC. So here's kind of what the Ole Miss program is under Lane Kiffin, for people who may not really see it. Lane understands that he can't recruit five-star players to Ole Miss. Um, it's very difficult for him to get four stars. There have to be unusual circumstances to get a four-star guy in elite college, excuse me, elite high school prospect to go to Ole Miss. Um, so what he has to do is go get players in the transfer portal that hopefully were four and five star guys 
that maybe didn't have success where they were and he feels he can rehabilitate them for whatever reason. That's his only way to get five-star players, four-star players on his roster. That's what he feels. It's why he's kind of had a wandering eye. And while Auburn wasn't the good political fit for him, it's why he continues to look and search for places where he can recruit at an elite level because sustaining through the transfer portal as your main focus is difficult. Now, he does a very good job of taking players and implementing them into the system there. It's a very simplified approach that's easy to adjust to. But getting to that highest level to win, look, you can win at Ole Miss. You can go to bowl games, but you can't win the West and you can't compete for the playoffs as it's currently constituted. I think that Ole Miss potentially could maybe at the highest level get to where they could make a 12-team playoff in a given year or two. But they're not a team that can advance and be a national championship caliber threat because of kind of their resources compared to the rest of the SEC. Um, so they are going to be, at least under Lane Kiffin, the most active transfer portal group because of Lane's philosophy and his understanding of what he can or can't do at Ole Miss. It has been that way since Lane has been there and the transfer portal has been in, but also it's kind of the revolving door that he has with the program. Again, 36 scholarship players enter the portal from Ole Miss. <clears throat> the wide receiving core saw a complete overhaul. Zakiri Franklin, Texas San Antonio. Chris Marshall, Texas A&M. Trey Harris, Louisiana Tech. All expected to play major roles this fall. The passing game, I think, was enhanced with the addition of tight end Caden Prescorn of Memphis. Um, you know, quarterback position. You know his reputation, working with quarterbacks, developing quarterbacks. Got an experienced one in Spencer Sanders from Oklahoma State. A very talented four- or five-star type prospect. Perfect example of what I'm talking about in Walker Howard. Uh, Walker Howard, LSU legacy type, but not a part of the LSU picture because they've got Jaden Daniels. Um, they've got Garrett Nussmeyer. They've got... A couple of younger guys. So Walker Howards was considered to maybe be the future. But, you know, when you look at Brian Kelly and how he saw him, Walker Howard didn't didn't fit in as much at LSU. He's capable, but they've got guys that are better. Well, Ole Miss doesn't. So adding him is really good. Defensively, which is where they need the most help, they had a few key additions with Isaac um, – Waku of uh, James Madison, linebacker Monty Montgomery from Louisville, John Saunders from Miami in the secondary, Deshaun Gaddy from North Texas. Very active, most active uh, team in the SEC. Speaking of LSU, um, of course, Brian Kelly wasn't able to work the transfer portal at Notre Dame. Um, he also couldn't get a lot of the players that major programs recruit. Uh, at Notre Dame. Notre Dame, is the, they use the term, Brian used the term, they've had to shop at a different aisle in the supermarket. They just can't recruit those level of players. Um, now, how well can you recruit at LSU? Well, again, if you're going to look at um, 
the recruiting rankings only, then you're going to be misguided on who has the best recruiting classes. You determine who the best recruiting classes are two, three years down the road. We've explained that before. Uh, so if you look at Brian Kelly, he's taken the approach coming into LSU that he's going to have to be very aggressive in getting transfer portal guys because the roster was left in hor horrendous shape with that Orgeron. Um, so Brian Kelly came in and he has been active in the portal the first couple of years. And I think he may do it a third year. He ultimately wants to get to where he can recruit and mainly in the high school level. But when you've got gaps in your classes, in the older class, you got to go and get those guys to fill in. And that's what he continues to do. Um, I thought he made some key additions this offseason as well. I think the roster is getting better. It's not where it ultimately needs to be, but it's very, very good. Uh, we discussed the AM program and the disaster that was last year and the problems that they have. Um, AM had 28 players leave. You know, again, that quote unquote great recruiting class was just a flop because those guys coming in basically due to NIL, those are the type of guys that are going to be leaving for a dollar more somewhere else. Uh, it's taken the Aggies to figure a little while to figure that out, but you know, they know now. And I think that uh, at least Jimbo does if the, uh, the powers that be at A&M uh, often struggle to understand some of that stuff. The, the Aggies have, got to get back to building a stable, sustained program and not be the hype machine that talks in no action or as, as the term in Texas is, um, uh, all head, no cattle. Um, five and seven record last year. Last place finish in the SEC West. Um, 28 scholarship players leaving. Um Denver Harris going to LSU, Smoke Bowie going to Georgia, Chris Marshall, Ole Miss. Those are players that are leaving because, you know, they see that the program is not what they thought. It's outside of maybe getting some initial money. It's not where they want to be. So you've got a mass exodus. Now they've been had to be active in the portal to try to find some replacements. How effective these guys will be in replacing them, we'll see. They've got um, Tony Grimes out of North Carolina in the secondary, which I like a lot. Joshua DeBerry from BC, Sam McCall at Florida State. But overall, when I look at the players, they don't equate to the players that they lost. So I think the talent level has regressed. Again, once the initial, you know, hype about what they're able to pay and NIL and all that went away. Um, you know, they had to go and get a lesser caliber player um, because, you know, they're not considered among the recruiting elite uh, to be one of the elite programs. They're, they're not an LSU. They're not a Georgia. They're not an Alabama. So we'll see if it can be a rebounding year, but um, I don't know if the, the reduction in quality with the additions of the transfer portal relative to the losses are going to lead to um, 
look, I think it's going to be a better season at home at, uh, at uh, Texas A&M because they're five and seven last year. But I don't know that it's going to be a significant improvement. Seven and five, maybe eight and four is about all the Aggies are looking at this year. Uh, that's a look at some uh, transfer portal evaluations inside the SEC. A reminder to check out LandryFootball.com for the latest in football. The scouting season offer is the best deal that we've got going. Whether it involves players, teams, coaches, schemes, or the college or NFL level, we got you covered at LandryFootball.com. Take advantage of that scouting season offer. It's the best deal we've got going. It's a 12-month deal. It, um, folks, if you can try it, if you try it out for a month, you'll love it. It's less than $10 a month if you try it out for a month. It's cheaper than that if you get it on a six-month basis. It's cheaper still if you go to the year membership. It's the best deal that we've got going. You're going to absolutely love it. LandryFootball.com. Uh, also, subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network on Apple, Spotify, uh, or wherever you get your um, your podcasts. That way you don't miss any of our football content. Once again, have a great fourth, and we've taken you through uh, with some good content through the fourth holidays, and certainly we're going to continue to do it the rest of this week and, uh, and ramping it up as the football season is right around the corner. Have a great one, everybody. Talk to you next time.